Hey everybody, we have a quick Grounded Truth hot take here. Uh, today is March 29th, 2023, and the Future of Life Institute posted the number one trending topic on LinkedIn, uh, the, an open letter uh, signed by Elon Musk and others. You know, I'm not going to break down all the names, but that's definitely the highlight name that likes to be thrown around in the headlines, titled Pause Giant AI Experiments, an open letter. So uh, I think we've both read the letter at this point, and I wanted to, like, first off, initial thoughts. Pausing giant AI experiment. That the ultimate ask here for those that haven't read it, uh, and we'll post a link to the to the open letter uh, in the notes. Is effectively pausing AI researcher asking all quote unquote AI labs, as it's stated, to immediately pause for at least six months the training of AI systems more powerful than GPT-4. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know how hot of a take this is, but I didn't sign the letter. Uh, not that my name really matters in the whole list of names, but um, I, I think like I have an aversion to signing anything that has scaremonger tactics in it. And I'm, I'm not saying that the entire letter is like bunk, but I think just saying that um, this is going to change the like, like, okay. I, Humans can enjoy a flourishing future with AI, having succeeded in creating AI systems. We can now enjoy an AI summer in which we reap the rewards. All of this is great. But <clears throat> what I don't want to see is a call for like a six-month moratorium on AI development while like policymakers catch up. Like the reality is policy does not get made in six months, especially not on something so new. Not so enough. that's sort of point one and point two is like um it seems like too little, too late. Uh, so that's another thing. And I think like the third is if the goal is ultimately to build AI systems that can be controlled, there has to be a compelling reason like why to build those systems, if that makes sense. So like I think in general, organizations would probably choose a system that they understand deeply over one that they don't as long as performance uh, is either equal or greater in the case of something that they can control. So I think it's up to us really to build something that is controllable fundamentally, that will give us the right outcomes, given the right inputs, uh, and is something that can be built upon. And I think like pausing AI research is the wrong way about to, to go about like achieving that future. I mean, Ultimately, it's like whether it's right or wrong, my I guess my issue is in the reality. And I think my biggest my biggest problem with the open letter is that it sets up this in like indefensible argument that if you do not sign this, you are for, and I quote, uh, should we automate away I am for the automation away of all job or automate away all the jobs, including the fulfilling ones. Should we develop non-human minds that might eventually outnumber, outsmart, obsolete, and replace us? I mean, if I do not sign this letter, am I for those scenarios happening? Is that the only other way than this six-month pause? Is It feels to me a lot like virtue signaling, or uh, and I, this is not my term, I stole it off LinkedIn today, uh, tech signaling, uh, where it's, effect, it's this easy way to say, yes, I do believe this, we should pause AI research. Are you going to forego your paycheck? Probably not. Are you going to 
are these people honestly stopping the research that either themselves or the organizations that they represent or belong to? Are they honestly going to stop for six months? I doubt it. And maybe I'll eat my words. I'm happy to. I think that like, hey, stand stand on your high ground here. But the reality is, is that we, the P- Pandora's box has been open. Uh, you know, the cat is out of the bag, the genie is out of the bottle, whatever metaphor you want to use, it's happened. Uh, and it's happened in real time about five, six months ago. And now we are now dealing with it. Uh, there was, as we talked about a South Park episode, I don't think we can go back from general society recognizing the, re- the overwhelming value and impact that whether it's chat GPT or BARD or, you know, insert, let's call them broadly foundation models at this point, uh, whatever that version that we all touch or the tools that we use, or maybe the invisible hand of generative AI in like integrated in everything that we touch and maybe even read at some point. I think to your point, the market will come up with a reason or a directive to end, to build responsible AI. And, you know, the, I think the capitalistic arguments, one of the strongest is, uh, I think you said it perfectly, is people don't necessarily want to put things in production that they don't understand. And yep. we're seeing that with a lot of a really valuable, granted, AI applications today in sales and marketing where the cost of being wrong is relatively low all things considered not saying that you know not hitting your sales is good or anything like that but you know you can be a little off on an answer in an automated email or some outreach to you know trying to sell some good or service um, but much less so for highly critical business you know decisions or impactful kind of uh results of ai that you know we're we're, si- we're not seeing these large language models necessarily penetrate those areas today so uh, all that being said, I don't see why, or I don't know. Uh, so w- w- what I would chime in on is like, um, j- just to be clear, I'm very much in the camp of LLMs are a cool model architecture. Like, like these sort of transformer models are are very interesting, and the GPT architectures, again, very interesting. Um, it doesn't hold the properties that are necessary to have in production, uh, at least in like high sort of um, high, high, high stress, high tension, um, high requirement production environments. Uh, sales marketing, um, like just writing in general, where the risk of being wrong is low, that's all great. These model architectures fundamentally lack the ability uh, really for us to understand their extent, uh, like what is possible, what is not. We can't really probe the edges. Uh, and what's more is we can't really and truly control the output. Um, and there, there are a lot of like other side effects, like it's super easy to mine for training data, uh, yeah. through just like prompt hacking. You can mine for prompts even. Uh, there's a ton of just like not so great uh, implications of the existing architecture. Um, but you know, all that said, I see this as an exciting first step in a direction that I am very eager to see through. And I think the only way we get there in a responsible way is we continue having conversations that are important. Like what does responsible AI look like in this brave new world? Uh, and importantly, we don't just 
stop and sit on our hands. You know, like all that's going to do, because again, the genie's already out of the bottle. If the goal is to prevent societal impact by these models, frankly, like the ability to produce, let's say like propaganda at scale is not going to be that much more affected by GPT-5 than GPT-4, assuming we're on the same trajectory. Like, it's not about the model knowing more that is kind of like the bottleneck for like operationalizing some of these things in a nefarious way. It's in like hooking them up. And there's already an API for this stuff. So frankly, a six-month moratorium is only going to allow bad actors to speed up their process and like executing. Right. And it will prevent kind of like quote unquote responsible implementations from seeing the light of day within that six month period. So I think this is the exact wrong tact if, if that's the outcome that we're trying to avoid. Yeah. And I guess maybe to wrap up in like my view here is wrong tact, right message. It's ultimately, I agree with a lot of the core in behind this open letter, you know, despite coming on a little hot on it because I, I hate the language that's used. It's, it, it's doing exactly, but it's doing exactly what it's supposed to. We're having this conversation. It's the number one trending topic on LinkedIn right now. I haven't checked Twitter, but I'm sure it's up there as well. Uh, it's a very intentionally hot take uh, that if there's any good out of all of this is people are going to have this conversation and take responsible AI development more seriously and or for those that are uninformed who simply read this and say, oh, is AI going to take take my job and take over the world and Skynet's going to activate? Maybe they're at least aware that there is a field of thought of responsible AI development uh, and there, we as a society have to have these conversations and do something about it. We can, and, you know, it's not just sitting on our hands on the development, which here is just ultimately is a weird ask uh, is my primary takeaway, but also we can't sit on our hands and have these potentially like whether it's regulation or the tooling or changes to the fundamental architecture to enable responsible AI to be to actually proliferate, be successful and quote unquote bring, you know, change the world, uh, which we've all been promised. Yeah, exactly. Cool. cool. Well, that's our hot take. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining uh, Grounded Truth Hot Takes. Uh, Cheyenne, thanks for joining me. Uh, again, check out Watchful, www.watchful.io. You can download Community Edition for free and give it a try. Thanks. Talk to you soon. See you.